Hi there. How are you? I hope you're doing all right. A friend reminded me recently of the power of things repeating. Repetition yields insight, she commented. I've been baking, and in the caption under the rows of cookies, lined up to cool, she left this. I thought about this message a lot in the week since then, about how repeated actions over time tell us stories, yield insight, reveal patterns. Drum beats tasked with carrying the rhythm through the song often create patterns that repeat. Birds' migratory flight patterns have them leaving and returning each year to the same place. And in the practice of Ashtanga yoga, bodies move and strengthen over the same two series in order to know the flow of the poses, notice progress, and build strength. These rhythms have purpose and they're needed. I think there's a balance needed with repetition. Certainly the past year has been maybe too repetitive, feeling at times like a humming along of the same tasks the same days over and over. And yet without the container of the often to occasionally predictable, things can feel somewhat uncertain or unsafe. When is rhythm useful? And what can we learn from repetition? I think a lot, and that's what's so beautiful about tending to a creative practice over time. For a whole year each morning, I ate the same thing, a bowl of oats, and wrote the same things, filled the pages in a journal of prompts. And for that year, I loved those mornings because they grounded me. I knew what to expect and it felt safe. For some of us, your girl here included, who experience patches of anxiety, routine and repetition can feel soothing. There's a quality of knowing that comes from rhythm. It's predictable, it's not varied, and so it feels safe. But at a certain point throughout this year of oats and prompt exploration, I hit a dry spell, a patch of monotony, and a lull. It was in this plateau of practice I learned about the growth we can access when we are balanced just so on the tightrope of things that are new and things that are known. In the concept of flow, our growth happens when we've got enough challenging us that we're still learning, not too little that we're stagnant, and not so hard that we become overwhelmed. It's Goldilocks, but in our thinking, learning, exploring minds, in our everyday experiences. I discovered the joy of a new path this week, quite literally. Most mornings I go to the same park, the same park, walk the same path. It's spring, and so while the area I explore is all about the same, all around me things are changing and quickly as plants spring out of their emergence. Most mornings I arrive and park and walk to the left, only this time I walk to the right, up the hill, past the trail, behind the corrugated buildings. There's something so beautiful to me about visiting a place so often that you think there's nothing left to learn, only to be surprised and astonished by all the little side trails you've been missing. To me, there's a beautiful insameness, but in that moment on a new path, I was in love with that newness. Patterns reveal themselves to us, I think, in order to teach us. Our repetitions reveal insight. If I write every day for a whole year, I'm uncomfortable, I'm tired, or I feel amazing, I'm full of joy, or this pandemic is hard, here's what I've been doing. It all becomes information. At some point, we come to a pause in the road, a new path. We either accept the pattern, allow it to change, or make intentional shifts to notice what we're communicating in this self-reflection and seek out a new way. Tired after a whole year of writing the same responses to prompts, but still learning quite a bit about my life and practice along the way, I've switched now several times to more fluid journaling ways. Some days it's dream recording, some days it's goal setting or reflection or drawing pictures. And then of course there are the not going to write a single thing sort of days. On pattern stories and their revelations, the writer Rebecca Solnit says this. She says, the sudden appearance of the pattern in the world brings a sense of coherence and above all connection. 
In the old way of saying it, tales were spun. They were threads that tied together, and from them the fabric of the world was woven. In the strongest patterns, we see ourselves connected to each other, woven into that pattern. See that we are ourselves stories, telling and being told. End quote. So what kind of stories can we tell? If you find in your writing or creative practice you're hitting a wall or you're repeating phrases, wishes, or feeling bored, pause. Is it resistance? Do you need to take a break? Rephrase or reframe. Try it a different way. And if you're feeling creatively stuck, come play. I find that play is so important in those moments when you're just needing something new. On Sunday, May 2nd, explore the meditative practice of Sumanigashi, led for you via Zoom from home, and create your own patterns, your own world maps, and your own shapes. Explore color, shape, pattern, breath, marbled paper, and maybe water your inner garden of calm and balance. So this week, do what you can, do what you need, and stay tuned for a whole calendar of May classes. Until next week.